Hey, what's up, everybody? So I want to talk about amateur nationals, and there's a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. There was enough chirping after the race, and I had people that were messaging me who are an elite cyclist who said, why are some people at Pronats one weekend and the very next weekend they're at amateur nationals? I think we should talk about this. And first off, some people after the race were posting a couple of things on social media saying things like, oh, Velo Brew won amateur Nats because all the other guys are pro. We are not pumping that dialogue. And I actually really don't ever think we should try to lift one group of people up by tearing other people down. Everybody in the amateur road race is technically an amateur. So if you have beef with how it's all laid out, it's more looking at USA Cycling and the people that make the rules. But by no means do I want to take down one of the guys who just had an awesome ride and say, you shouldn't be here and try to lift ourselves up because we came in fifth. And to be fully transparent, I was really bummed because I got dropped in the last lap and I wasn't there to help Forrest get into first place. You know, Forrest was 10th wheel going into that final climb and got fifth. Had the rest of us on Velobrew been there at the finish, been at the race and executed as we had planned, could have been a different ball game. So I'm more looking inward at our crew, not trying to shine out on others. But this, it came up in the podcast with Will Harden and the obvious teams that people are talking about are Best Buddies, Project Echelon, but I think we should look through the pre-reg list. And in this video, I want to talk about what makes a pro team, what teams were there, what makes, what are the amateur rules, what is domestic elite, because that falls into play for both races. Uh, some people that did the, who are amateurs who did the pro road nats, but then didn't show up to amateur nats. So it is super confusing. and. We are really in a gray area here. I have no problem with people doing both races. I think that there is an issue, and we'll talk about all of these aspects in the video. So let me see if I can share the screen here, and we can just go through and talk about this point right here. So we actually did not have everybody show up to the race. But there was 88 pre-regged. I think it was a 79 on race day, if I look correctly. The biggest teams, Best Buddies has six guys. Absolute hitters. Definitely, definitely a team to be worried about. Blazers, small crew, but Johnny Brown. The next big team, obviously, Project Echelon with five guys. Ride Bikes had only three. Evan is a super strong finisher. Uh, Team California had three guys. I didn't know any of these people, but they were riding really well. Bikes, bikes, everybody knows those guys. They had five. I thought they had six. Maybe only had five. Uh, Texas Roadhouse had a big squad. I don't think all these guys showed up. Uh, I think Kyle had a good finish, though. And then the Black Bips put together a squad of some strong guys. So it's not like they're – and then here's Velabru. We only had four people. Our plan, and I'm going to make a separate video, I think, about the race at some point, was really getting Forrest to the bottom of that climb. It's a 15-second, 20-second effort. It's just a max blaster. He's our best card to play, and we'll talk about that. We, we failed in doing that, and so that was super disappointing. I'm pro 
road eligibility. You must be on a UCI registered team, a member of a registered domestic elite team, or meet the qualifications below. So if we only had UCI pros racing for pronats, it would be about 25 to 40 guys. One thing that came up is why don't they move the date of the race so that more people that are involved in European racing can come over? That's something that you'd have to take up with either the UCI or with USA Cycling. I don't know who sets that date. Field limit, 200 UCI, domestic elite, and other qualifiers. Who are these other qualifiers? As we scroll through this, it's important to note that UCI team members have no limit on team size. Human Powered Health had at least 10 guys in it. Domestic elite teams can only have seven. And the reason I think this is, is obviously UCI teams have budgets. They're not going to be able to make a squad of 40 people. Whereas you could technically, if there wasn't this rule, get a bunch of Cat 1s together, put 20 people on a team, and have them all show up. Because I believe 20 is the max for the roster. And then if you had 20 Cat 1s on the same squad, that would be a weird scenario. Uh, I think they want to avoid that for obvious reasons. That's just not fair. Some other ways to get in, you could be a top five finisher in the previous year's amateur road. You could be a top 20 finisher at pro road if you are an amateur or be a champion from the past five years in pro road. Then also there is a form that you can fill out that the link is in here somewhere where you basically can say, why do you think you should be allowed in the race? A lot of people make the, you know, if they've been in a UCI race during the year, there's a lot of different things you could say. And plenty of amateurs get in, and honestly, they probably want amateurs. Number one, they're paying. And number two, it's another body in the field to make it look like a bigger race. So I guess, you know, let's talk about what is domestic elite. Domestic elite is not a pro rider. Domestic elite is a cat one who had, I think you can actually be cat two also. Um, who's on a team that has paid for that classification. Now, you could read all about this on the USA Cycling website, but the benefits that they talk about, and I think it's 1500 bucks, 750 What they claim is you can be involved in the Pro Road Tour team rankings, which used to be more popular. And actually, if you look at Pro Road rankings right now, it says that the tour is being revamped. So I don't even know what... What rankings are you going after? Um, you could score UCI points in a huge stage race, but without there being a ton of big stage races anymore in the U.S., is the value there besides telling people you're on a domestic elite team? You could get in. I mean, there's just – I don't think it gives you the entry ticket that it used to. Um, I could be wrong. Please correct me in the comments if so. You also do get registered as a club. You know, you get the license for a team manager or director. You get special emails for UCI teams. It's trying to set a distinction, but it's really more of a pay-to-play if you ask me. Now, we could go, this isn't a video of should you be domestic lead or not. I think the 800 bucks would be better spent for some teams uh, by getting to a bigger race and getting more experience and helping their riders as opposed to just getting a label. But I'm sure there's reasons, why, many different reasons why teams go this route. So we're not going to belabor that fact. So who should be at Amateur Nets? That's what we're really talking about. In order to be at Amateur Nets, you must be 
road category one only. If you are on a UCI registered road team, world tour, pro team, or continental, you're not eligible. So that's the rule. I mean, that, none of the guys on Best Buddies have a continental license. None of the guys on Project Echelon have a continental license. They're all Cat 1s that are definitely good enough to be in the pro road race. So let's see. They just talk about different rules here. And you can Google these. It's very easy to find. One thing that happened back in the day, the Dieter Drake, when he put on the Tour Bat and Kill, they allowed domestic... Uh, pros to come to tour bat and kill however you could only have three riders that's when jesse anthony actually got second place brett tibbers beat him on first got first place that's when brett dropped me on the last climb and he had 10 guys we had a small team but i got you know brett and i working together we're probably going to get pretty close to jesse that's one thing they can do. Hey, if you're on a team that goes to pro road nats, you can only have three riders in amateur road nats. That would be interesting because if there's only three best buddies and there's only like three blazers, there's only three project echelon guys, I'm much more confident of us coming in with five or six guys and doing more damage against them. Now, the other thing is, what about people who say, and plenty of people say this, well, these guys are pro because they have more support. I think that's total BS. Um, not that the teams have more support. I think the people who are complaining about it is BS. More support means someone went out, found sponsors, did work, ran this as a business, and provided the means for their team to be better equipped. That is called the real world of adults. And just because someone has a follow car or... These guys are getting bikes or there's more equipment or whatever it is. That's just life. Come to the race with what you've got and figure it out. So pro-level support does not make you pro. Now, the interesting question is some of these guys are getting paid. That should probably automatically not make you an amateur. Now, at the same time, to play devil's advocate, what about you know, college athletes that weren't getting, weren't getting paid for years and now they can figure out ways to monetize and make money off their own personal brand. It's not like these guys are getting paid 50K. I would guess that the best buddies guys, 15K, maybe it's um, tiered based on results. Maybe they keep all of the money. You know, sometimes you have to give money back to sponsors. Sometimes the sponsors front money, want money back. I mean, there's tons of really weird dynamics, and I don't know if this still goes on, but there are definitely pros who flexed, who were on pro teams, who were paid, but then they bought everything. And that was the team's way of getting out of actually paying them. They had them pay for everything back. So they got their salary and then coughed it right back up. Uh, Robin Carpenter tweeted, I feel like we used to have to choose between U23 and pro, and Adam Myerson commented, we did. This is also how it is with Masters, any leap in CX. Um, Adam made the comment, I don't, I know we don't have many UCI teams right now in the US, so it makes sense to let the top amateurs race up. The confusion comes when they can do both. Stefan Roth had a comment about no country except in the US. Are you allowed to race in both? And, and then I asked, I asked a rider on Project Echelon, I'm not going to name, I asked the best buddies 
uh, no, actually, I did not ask. I would have asked Tanner. I didn't ask him that after the race. I asked uh, people on my team, and I asked other amateurs, what do you think about this? The Some people were confused by the rule. Some people thought that they shouldn't be able to. Some people thought that they should. And then there was all this gray area of like, well, what about this scenario? What about that scenario? What about this rider? Another scenario is that I think could really penalize people is what about those who might be in a helper or domestique role in the U.S. pro, but they're good enough to win at amateurs? Do we make them pick? To get a little bit deeper, if you think you can win U.S. pro and you are there to win, I would ask, what is your real reason in coming to amateur nats? Is it because you think it's going to bolster your credentials and it'll help you get somehow on a pro team? That's what it, I mean. We just need to ask, why are they there? Should they be there? But you can't really go rider by rider. So there needs to be a rule. And maybe that rule is you don't have as many teammates in amateur nats so that you truly, if you're good enough to race at US Pro, you need to truly be good enough to take on a gang of five cat ones. And if you're not familiar with that, I mean, my bud, Stephen Bassett, Patrick and I, we've defeated him before, just given a little shake and bake. One pro cannot beat three good cat ones. It's just, unless they are way beyond being a domestic pro, they are on the next level of pro tour, world tour. That's a different story. But, you know, Johnny Brown came to a local crate, granted he rode there. Patrick and I did shake and bake and won, and it was a huge pat on our back when his Strava title was DNA slightly puts on the clinic. And super gracious guy. Um, because two versus one is just not a fair battle. So maybe if you're good enough to be at US Pro and you come to amateur nets, you have less teammates. I don't know if that's the right answer though. Now talk about if you a former pro and maybe now you're on an amateur team and you come down i have no problem with that that's like gravel i mean ted king was a world tour pro he still rides a lot trains a lot pete stetna you have absolute hitters there i think that is absolutely exciting to go and have a chance to race against those guys because if i get seventh tenth something behind a bunch of pros at least i know where i stand i know where i am on the totem pole i'm a cat one period that's it i would rather have a bunch of really good guys who think they should be in this race and if i lose to them great but at least i know where i stand rather than excluding them and having them feel like man i should be in that race too for x y and z reasons um the only thing is if you were a pro and now you're an amateur don't poo poo on the race i always like to read through people's comments and what they title strava rides if there's a big race with 100 guys in it you know, you can go and see who you did the ride with or your flybys or whatever it's called. And every, all the titles are there. And some guys are trashing on the race. Like, oh, you guys are amateurs. It's like, dude, then don't show up. You know, it's called amateur nats for a reason. Go do pro road nats. You're good enough to do that and leave us to, to be the minions going for amateur road nats. All this, what's to say? There needs to be a new rule. I have no problem with people doing both. If you, I have no problem with pro support. I think it is a little weird that there's amateurs getting paid. The devil's advocate to that is that's them just going out and getting better support. I don't know if that's true. Is the playing field going to be even? I think probably not. 
I think there's always going to be teams that have a little bit more or a little bit less. And you just need to figure it out. And if somebody wants to be an amateur Nats and they want to be the amateur national champion, great. Personally, if I'm coming in sixth at Pro Road Nats, I don't need to be at amateur Nats. Unfortunately, that's not my case. So I would crush. And I mean, I'm so proud of Forrest to be on that podium. It's a podium I've never even been able to come close to. And I've talked about it a bunch. It's like, that's the race and have had some great last lap attacks, have been in some solid breaks. It just, things have never come together. I think I've been there. I've got totally shellacked two other times. Um, Maybe I've been in it seven times. I should go back and look, but I mean, it's national champion of cat ones. That's a really cool title to have. So Really want to finish it off with don't tear people down to try and lift us up. We're good with it. Uh, I should do a recap video because it was just a disappointing feeling afterwards. Just the training running up to it sucked. And, you know, Forrest has been riding really well. And for him not to have the support, that's on us. And I know he was stoked with fifth, but I kept saying, man, what if we had gotten you there? And we're able to drop you out. It was a great finish for me to actually be able to help. If it's super technical, I'm out the back. It's like a dead straight into the final turn. So I feel like we would have, if we were there, at least been able to mix it up. And uh, I will make a video because don't be scared of the big teams. They'll often sometimes too yell at you to try and shake you a little bit, but you got to stick to your plan. So great race by everybody. Um, congrats to best buddies in AMA, super stellar finish and wish you guys all the best with the rest of your racing and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.